we have uh, done a rough calculation for all our customers in the EMEA region, we can save in total 105 million kilowatt hours per year. It also saves more than 25,000 tons of CO2. That refers to 30 million euro in energy cost. Just by using the next generation, this is the savings that we have on an EMA level. Hello there and welcome to Let's Talk Clean Air, our regular look at how clean air can affect the quality process for you and the workplace. My name is Dusty Rhodes. Today we are talking about one of the world's most popular filters, the High Flow Filter Range, which was originally launched by Camphill in 1969 and has been one of their biggest successes to date. Campbell have just launched the next generation of the high flow filter, which delivers very significant improvement in performance and sustainability. To find out how those improvements were developed and how the improvements have been certified, I'm joined by Paula Novoiska, who is part of the team who developed the filter, and Marcus Cook, who is Campfield's product manager for Europe, Middle East and Africa. Both of you are welcome. I'll start with Marcus. Marcus, can you just tell me in general about the high flow bag filter? Yes. So in general, a bag filter is the most simple way or one of the most simple ways how to construct an air filter. It basically consists of a filter frame and uh, then the filter media that is sewed into a certain amount of bags. The overall purpose of an air filter is, uh, of course, to remove dust from an airflow to protect people, to protect processes and also to protect the environment. And such an air filter comes with uh, two main characteristics. The one is the particle efficiency and the other one is the energy efficiency. And the high flow bag filter combines the positive effect of both of those. When it comes to the particle efficiency, it is always the case that the higher particle efficiency is better for the user. So the more particles you remove from mm -hmm. the air, the better it is. And also combined with the energy efficiency, so it's uh, always the combination of the both. You do not want to compromise on the particle efficiency in order to save energy. So the high flow combines a high particle efficiency with the high energy efficiency. So that means that you do not need a lot of electricity to push the air through the high flow bag filter. And this is achieved with a combination of factors. First of all, we use the most energy efficient filter meters on the market. And on the other hand side, we have the most modern production equipment so that uh, in the production process, the filter medias are sewed together in an optimal kind of way. The high flow bag filter has been one of the most successful filters over the last ooh, nearly 50 years, maybe. Um, how... Exactly how successful has it been? Yeah, as I just said before, the high flow uh, is uh, the best because it's the combination of the particle efficiency with the energy efficiency. So since the high flow bag filter has been launched uh, decades ago, it was always one of the best filters on the market. I think we will never have the cheapest port on the market, but our customers can always mm. rely on the efficiency of the product on the energy efficiency of the product and the overall performance, both of the company as well as the product. 
Okay, let me chat with Paula now, because Paula, we know that the high flow bag filter is extremely good. And then they came to you and they said, Paula, we want you to make this better. <laughs> Where do you start? Yeah, I must say that it wasn't a, an easy um, process because how to make the best even better. But we have actually achieved that and uh, we did it through several ways. First of all, starting from the most uh, important component of the filter, which is the media. We reached out to our suppliers and in collaboration with them, we have developed even better media. Um, this media, as Marcus said, combines uh, best energy performance with uh, keeping always uh, same and consistent uh, efficiency, uh, filtration efficiency. And we know that, and this is where R&D comes in play, because we have tested the performance of the filter during the live conditions. Now, why is it important? Because uh, usually air filters are being tested in the laboratory. Mm. But uh, laboratory conditions, they differ quite significantly from what we can experience in real life. And this is why CAMFIL has the resources to prove that even in live conditions, we are excelling. We are really the best. The efficiency is stable. We are not losing on the efficiency during its life. Uh, we know that we can protect the people, we can protect the processes, and we have a proof for that. You said that Canfil have the resources to be able to do this research. How big is the R&D department in Canfil? So R&D is located in, on three continents. Um, we have R&D resources in Sweden, we have in Malaysia, and we have in US. So we are pretty much good, very good equipped uh, to provide our customers with enough expertise from three different continents. Marcus, Paula said that there are three R&D centers around the world. Why not just have one big one? Why are there three on three different continents? Well, I think there are two main reasons for that. Uh, the, one of the main reasons is that local presence is one of our Canfield core values. So we want to be in the country where we do the business. And the other reason is that sometimes we have uh, for the projects regional demands. So what is uh, considered a good air filter in Europe is slightly different uh, than, for example, in Malaysia or China. And also in the United States, we have a different set of standards that need to be followed. So in order to achieve those local requirements, it is always positive to have local experts that are familiar with the market and as well as the legislation side. So, Paula, when you came to do the research and development for the new next generation high flow filter, what were the problems in your mind that needed to be fixed to improve it? Where the challenge was, I think, was to come up with a good filter or even the best filter without compromising on the attributes that we have already accomplished. What I mean <clears throat> is we have always been consistent on the filtration efficiency but we felt that we could be better on the energy um, performance. So it was very fine line, fine balance to find uh, between these two attributes. And I think we managed it quite well. Excellent. And how long was this research and development phase? Did, was it a number of years? 
So I have been a part of the team for the last three years, but the project has been going on for over four years. At the beginning, we didn't know really how to tackle the problem because, as I said at the beginning, how to make something almost perfect even better. This is why the development took so many years. But this is also the argument why we are so sure, because we took our time, we spent the resources wisely, and we are now sure that what we provide on the market is really the best in class. Marcus, because you're a product manager, I'm sure you are dealing with numbers and facts and figures every day. So I will ask you about the results of these filters that Paula was talking about. Uh, Let me ask you about the energy, because the filter is better designed. It uses less energy. How much energy is saved? Exactly. So one of the main aspects of this whole project was to decrease the energy consumption of our air filters. And uh, the main reason for that is, is that Camphill is in the most of the cases, the innovation leader. So whenever there is an innovation on the market, there is a good chance that it comes from our side. But after a couple of years, Mm -hmm. the gap of the performance between our air filters and other air filters in the market becomes a little bit smaller because also the other filter manufacturers are able to catch up. So that's why <laughs> this project this project for the improvement of the high flow backfielders was launched. And I'm very happy to say that uh, one of our main products, one of our already most energy efficient products, could be improved by over 100 kilowatt hours per year. So when the customers now use our new backfilter, it saves them 100 kilowatt hours per year per filter. Marcus, do we know how much savings this upgrade is going to bring collectively to all Campfield customers? How much will they save? Yes, absolutely. So we have uh, done a rough calculation for all our customers in the EMEA region. Mm -hmm. So with this upgrade, we can save in total 105 million kilowatt hours per year just with this upgrade with using the new generation of high flow. It also saves more than 25,000 tons of CO2. That refers to 30 million euro in energy cost just by this upgrade. And we are not talking about also customers switching from less energy efficient products to more energy efficient products, which is certainly a target. But just by using the next generation, this is the savings that we have on an EMA level. Wow, that's a big saving financially and also with the carbon footprint or handprint. Uh, That is very, very impressive. What about sustainability? Because you have the box that it comes in and then what happens to the filter after you're finished with it? Is it a lot more sustainable, Paula? Uh, Yes, of course, it is more sustainable. But uh, I will bounce back this question with another question, because what actually is a sustainable filter? Is it a filter that is with, uh, made from bio-based raw materials or maybe the one that sits uh, really long in the installation? Or maybe that's the one that you can throw away and uh, it will biodegrade in the soil or, or maybe all of them. Okay. What do you think? Oh, you ask hard questions. I'm glad that you're not presenting this podcast. Um, <laughs> I think I think biodegradable so that when you are finished with it, you can put it in the soil and it will not harm the earth. Almost good. 
I think, and we have proof for that, that uh, the most sustainable air filter is the one that consumes the least amount of energy. And how do we know that? It's because we have calculated a life cycle assessment of our filters. And what we have discovered is that if you look at the entire life cycle of the filter, almost 80% is related to the use phase. So it's related to the energy consumption. This is why at Campfield, we believe that this is where the focus of every filter development should be oriented, because this is where we can save the most. And then, of course, we can also look at the other aspects. We can make the filters made from bio-based materials, mm -hmm. or we can look at the um, sources of the raw materials. And this is also something that we looked at. And again, this is another area where uh, research and development came into play. Mm -hmm. um, because we looked into the packaging, and perhaps many, many, of, uh, many of us could think, well, how important is the packaging? And when I think about it, when I think about all the products I am buying for myself, clothes, cosmetics, or I don't know, electronics, this will all come with packages mm. and very often not even one. It may come in a plastic foil or bubble wrapping or box or two. And it's up to me, to the consumer, to get rid of the box and the packaging. So this is why we looked into the packaging of our filters. Are the raw materials sustainably sourced? Can we do something to reduce the carbon footprint of the packaging itself? Because to me, something that we anyway throw away should be sustainably sourced. And if we can make some savings and contribute to the positive climate change, this is where we should focus our resources. A lot of products, as you say, now come with uh, an environmental product declaration, an EPD, I believe it's called. Uh, do the high flow, new next generation high flow filters come with an EPD? Yes, it does. And we have put a lot of focus on the EPDs mm -hmm. because we know that th this product is the sustainable solution. But of course, we need to have a proof for that. And for that reason, we invested a lot. And now we have our main high flow uh, products sold with the environmental product declarations. In these, we focus not only on the use phase, which in my opinion is the most important, but we also look at the raw materials, we look at the transport, uh, and then we look at the disposal. And even beyond that, we look at how much energy could be recovered or how much raw materials could be recycled from our products. I think everything you have said there are things that they did not consider in 1969 when they were making the first uh, high flow bag filter. So the improvement today is just enormous. Um, you mentioned um, that there were savings markets of uh, per kilowatts per hour and a certain euro amount. That is going to be different for everybody. Is there a way or some kind of a calculator that uh, I can use to calculate what the savings would be for me? Absolutely. So uh, there are uh, many ways or different ways how to calculate uh, the energy saving mm -hmm. for each and every individual. One of the most easiest ways is uh, if we go to our Canfield website, it's uh, on canfield.com. 
there you have a little calculator where you can type in the characteristics of your system, meaning how many filters do you have, what your airflow is, and if you also if you know how much, uh, what's your energy price per kilowatt hour. And then this little calculator will give you a very first overview about the saving potential. Because uh, one thing that Paula has uh, briefly mentioned, but that I want to that I want to point out here once more, the most costs, mm. the vast majority of the cost, 75% of the cost of an air filter is the energy that is needed to operate the air filter. The purchasing cost, so the one-time cost that you pay to buy the air filter is not significant. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, many of uh, our, not of our customers, but many of the companies that deal with air filters, they only look at this one line and say, okay, this is a very expensive air filter. But the expensive air filter for an operator is not what he pays one time to get the filter, but the energy cost that they need to put in to operate the filter. And that's where we, where our filters are the best. So that is good advice for anything you are buying. And immediately I think of buying a car because you think of the price of the car and what it has and the features, but you also have to think, well, how much fuel does that car use and how many kilometers am I getting per liter of, of petrol? And it's the same with uh, bag filters in that you have to think, OK, well, that's the filter and they're the price. But how much is it going to cost me to run this? OK, so that's a huge thing uh, to take into consideration. Um, let me just uh, wrap up, Paula, uh, with you, because you spoke very well about the EPD um, packaging and Marcus was talking about, you know, kind of other people in the market. How many other uh, manufacturers will have the EPD mark? Well, to my knowledge, uh, today it's only Camfield who can provide environmental product declarations for the back filters. So wow. we are really the market leader, not only by providing the best in class filters, but also the market leader who is able to provide additional certification. Well, Paula and Marcus, can I thank you both for an excellent introduction into the next generation high flow filter. If you would like to find out more about it for yourself, a good place to start is the Camfil website, camfil.com forward slash high flow. And we can learn more through videos, there's calculators and some great statistics in there as well. Uh, that link is in the show notes, along with the contact details for Paula and Marcus, which are in the description area of this podcast on your podcast player. That's it for now. Do join us next time as we keep you up to date with the latest issues on our Let's Talk Clean Air podcast. To get it automatically, just click the follow button on your player right now. Until next time, from myself, Dusty Rhodes, thank you very much for listening. Take care.